welcome back to Graduate Interrupted. I did take a slight hiatus of two weeks. I was very busy. I went to Big Bear. That was the first week I took off. I was in Big Bear at a cabin with two of my girlfriends for the weekend. It was super fun. It We went skiing, which was super fun. Um, there wasn't a lot of snow. It wasn't actively snowing when we were up there, but there was snow on the ground since it snowed a few days prior. It really wasn't that cold, and it also wasn't decorated for Christmas at all, which was a bit of a bummer, I think, because so many of the houses in Big Bear are rentals, and people don't live there year-round, so they're not decorated. That was a bit of a bummer, but it was really fun, and I had a great time, and I'm glad I went. The second week was Christmas and New Year's and my birthday, and that was a lot. I either wasn't home or I had people in my house that were visiting. So it was kind of hard for me to record the podcast by myself um, and plan things. I was just really, really busy and I wanted to enjoy that week and everything it had to offer for the last of 2022. Speaking of 2022, I want to do an episode about a year in review of the last year of my life, um, which was 2022. It single-handedly was the best year of my entire life. I look back at this year and I honestly can't even pinpoint a time period that was bad. Like I had bad things happen throughout the year. There were some really tough times and tough things that happened, but you know, I'll get to that later. That's one of the lessons I learned last year, but there really wasn't a time period where I was like, damn, I I was down in the dumps, like things were not looking good. Just all of last year was just amazing. It's like my life finally made sense. Everything finally clicked, came together. I finally felt like a grown-up, definitely the first year that I ever felt like a mature woman that had an adult life. So I'm going to share my top five achievements from last year. Number one was graduating undergrad. Leaving UCSB was one of those melan- not melancholy, um, bittersweet moments where I was so proud of myself for finishing. I was so proud of all my friends. It was a huge accomplishment, a huge achievement, finally getting to put the diploma on my wall and hang it up and it's just so awesome seeing a diploma on your wall because I have an office in my house and I got to put my diploma on the wall in my office. So I felt like an, a, you know, a woman, I felt like an adult doing that. And, you know, I feel like in my head, graduating from undergrad wasn't that big of a deal. It was just, you know, what happens? You know, you go to undergrad, you graduate from college and it wasn't really that big of a deal. But, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people who don't make it that far or, you know, can't cut it or for whatever reason, don't graduate college. And I did go through a lot of turmoil, just like other people, where I wanted to transfer to a different school. I wanted to give up. I mean, I never had a, I never wanted to drop out. I never it never really got that bad for me ever. But there were times when I was like, I give up. I don't really want to do this anymore. I'm just going to skate by. I don't know what I'm going to do after. I don't have any passion for school right now. Kind of just, especially during COVID. When everything was online, 
I felt so disconnected from school and, you know, classes. So it was, it is a big achievement that I made it towards the end and I was sitting there at graduation with my friends and Trevor was there and my parents were there and it was a moment of reflection. Like I made it, I did it and I had a great GPA and I have a great degree. And that leads me into my second point, which is getting into grad school. That was probably a bigger achievement in my eyes. That was probably the biggest achievement from 2022 was getting into grad school, starting grad school. And then another one of my achievements was getting a 4.0 in my first semester. So this past semester of fall 2022, I got a 4.0, all A's in my classes. And so getting into undergrad or into grad school was a huge achievement for me. It meant so much in a way that undergrad didn't. I feel like graduating from undergrad was just like, it, you know, that was the natural progression but getting accepted into something always feels like a bigger deal to me than completing something, which definitely says something about me. <laughs> but um, yeah, getting accepted and starting the program here and meeting other people in the program and fi- figuring out my path of what I want to do slowly but surely is a huge achievement. That kind of goes along with the undergrad as I, you know, through the year I've tried different things. During the summer, I tried to go down a PR slash marketing path with an internship over the summer and I hated it um so you know I'm glad I did it because I would have always had this like what if I wanted to get into the other side of the world you know try this other interest this other career that I'm interested in and I kind of tried it it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do but it was enough where I was like okay yeah this is definitely not for me so after that I kind of was like okay don't want to go into this field, but I do want to stay in psychology. Once I started the undergrad program, it reinvigorated my love for psychology and especially starting my job as a BHT at a treatment center. I'm like 100% this is what I want to do. And then through talking with people and meeting with professors and talking to the career center at Pepperdine, I kind of figured out I wanted to do assessment psychology and I want to go into a PsyD. So I kind of figured out the next step for me in 2022 kind of honed in on it which was very important to me another achievement in 2022 was dating trevor and having a successful relationship all being long distance so not only did i get to date the love of my life and i was so happy and we've had such an amazing relationship and even at the beginning in like the honeymoon phase that was just amazing but it's gotten even better as time goes on because you get closer, you know more about each other, you figure out how to work your relationship to get the most out of it. And we have cultivated just the best relationship I've ever had. And I want to say probably the last relationship I'll ever have, but you know, I don't want to put words in my mouth later on. But uh, yeah, so I'm, that was a huge achievement for me was having a happy, healthy relationship because especially in 2021, aka the worst year of my life, um, I had horrible relationships and a lot of it stemmed from having bad self-esteem, bad self-worth, and no model for a good relationship and no inner drive to work on myself or my relationships. And in 2022, I really worked on myself my self-esteem, my relationships, and I really started to do the work with that. And the effect of it has been 
enormous on my life, especially in my relationships and my friendships, but especially my relationship with Trevor. We have formed just such a great relationship. And the fact that it's all been long distance too, a whole year. Our anniversary is January 14th and that'll mark a year, which is coming up soon. So that is a huge achievement for me. And last but not least, forming new friendships in LA. I was so scared about moving here. I didn't know anybody really close around that was less than like 45 minutes away. And that was really scary for me to move to a, I mean, it wasn't like I was moving to a different state or a different, you know, miles, miles, miles away, but I didn't really know anybody near me in the, you know, around Calabasas and LA, that area. And I didn't know if I was going to make any friends or how to make friends. And I did. And that was something that I worked for. I had to put effort in. As an adult, you don't just make friends by chance like you do in college or high school. You have to actively put effort in to make friends and plan things, do dinners, invite people over, put a lot of effort into your relationships with people. And I did. So that's an achievement. And I've made some great friends around here that I'm very grateful for. Speaking of being grateful, I made a list of some of the things I'm most grateful for that happened in 2022. Number one being Trevor. I am so grateful for him in more ways than one, not just for being an amazing boyfriend, but for being a huge inspiration in my life. And to make this a bit more relatable, you know, having people in your life that make you a better person, that inspire you to be a better person, that bring out the best in you versus the worst in you are the people that you want to keep around. One of the reasons why 2021 was such a bad year for me was because I was surrounding myself with a lot of people who brought out the absolute worst in me. They didn't have my best interests in mind. They actually had my worst interests in mind. (laughs) Actually, a lot of people I know knew, I should say, always were going actively against me or trying to rile me up, trying to hurt me, like the majority of people I was surrounded by. And I switched that in 2022 and it had a huge effect on my life. So I'm very grateful for having friends and relationships that love me and care about me, which uh, is my next bullet point. My friends in IV that made my last six months there great. From January to June, I was still in IV living there, going to school and all my friends there um, that were in Theta and Callan and Angie and Bree and everybody who was there in the last six months that I got to see and hang out with really made the last six months memorable and enjoyable, especially because of how shitty the year prior was. So I had a lot of support. I had a lot of people who had my back in the last six months there. And I look back fondly on IV because of these people. So thank you. Another thing I'm grateful for is moving to Calabasas and living alone. I love, love, love my house. I love where I live. I love the community. I'm obsessed. And I'm so glad I get to live alone. Love you, Callan. Loved having you as a roommate. But there is a peace and serenity that comes with living alone that you just can't have living with somebody else. I have a lot of time for introspection and reflection and things are all my way. The mess is all mine. I clean it up. I make it. I clean it up. I make it. And everything is my own space. I can have things exactly how I want them. So I'm grateful for that. 
I'm grateful for getting a job that I love. I love my job. I love the people I work with. My supervisor is so understanding and helpful and my um, coworkers are also just very helpful, super nice. Everybody is great. I love where I work and I'm very grateful for that. Um, And I'm grateful for having a much more positive relationship with myself and life. I have, like I said before, I've worked on my relationship with myself and I am so much healthier, both mentally and physically than I have been ever in my entire life. I don't know if it's because my frontal lobe just spontaneously developed one day last year. I don't know. Or if, you know, it's probably because I've been doing a lot of work and I went to therapy and I've actually, like, I've been going to therapy for a long time, but it wasn't until like a year and a few months ago that I actually wanted to put any work in. Like before that therapy was just a place to vent and spew all my thoughts out to somebody because nobody else wanted to hear it anymore. So I paid somebody to listen to me talk about shit that my friends didn't want to hear about anymore. And eventually I was like, this isn't working. This is like not working. So I actually started working with her, listening to her, and I stopped being a crazy little bitch. And I focused on the positive parts of my life, being more compassionate to myself, um, just doing all the work. I did the work and it paid off. Grateful for that. Now going into some lessons that I learned in 2022. Number one, some things don't happen because they're not meant for you or something better is coming along. This is the biggest thing that I thought of when I was thinking of a lesson because there were so many things in the past four years that didn't happen. And I was so, so distraught over it. I was so angry. I was sad. I was resentful whether it was a relationship, whether it was a grade, whether it was getting accepted into something. Like there were so many things where I was just getting like rejection, rejection, rejection on all fronts. And now I look back at 2022 and I'm like, oh my gosh, if any of those things that I had wanted before happened, I would be in such a worse place. Like especially with relationships. Like there's been, there were people who I wanted to be in a relationship with with so badly and it just didn't happen never happened never happened over and over and over again and I just kept kept trying to force something that was never going to happen and I look back if I if that had actually worked out for me and, and if it had turned into anything serious I would have been miserable my life would have been so different it would have been so horrible and I would not be the person I am today living the life I live today and, you know, other things, like getting rejected from college, from grad schools, anything like that. If you're ever rejected from something, just know it's so corny and cheesy, but rejection is redirection. I wholeheartedly believe that. I never fully understood it until I experienced the payoff of it. Looking at my life now, there are so many things that I used to cry over, like, ugly bawling my eyes out cry because I wasn't getting that now it's like thank god I didn't get that so if you think it's cheesy and corny and you're trying to convince yourself it's true but you don't really feel it just wait for the payoff because eventually you'll look in the mirror you'll look around at your life you'll look at the people around and you're like thank god thank god that didn't happen and I know a lot of people who are in the same boat 
So just wait. The second thing is pain and negative experiences are always going to happen even when life is great. I had, like I said, I had the best year of my life. I can't look back at any point in my life where I was having a really, you know, down and bad time, but there were some really painful and horrible experiences I went through last year. I lost a very close friend who passed away. And it was in a time in my life where I had just moved to Calabasas. I had I was just starting my grad program. I was in such a good, happy place. And then this happened. And I was like, I don't understand. Life is so great. Like, why did this have to happen when things are going great? And it's like, would I rather this have happened when things were going horrible? Like, kick me while I'm down? And I think it just made me reevaluate that even when things are going great, there's always going to be bad and really painful things happening, even when life is great. And even when life is horrible you're down so bad there's still going to be good things that happen and it's that balancing act of life where horrible things happen maybe not every day but horrible things happen and that was the first thing in my life that I actually like would consider horrible like that was the first time in my life that I genuinely I have never felt pain like that before I've never had anybody pass away ever you know a family member, a friend, I've never had it happen before. And it was horrible. And I was in such, I, it really brought me down for a long time. And it kind of comes and it goes still. And it, you know, like what lesson or purpose does this even have? And what I pulled out of it was that life needs to have things. Well, number one, everybody's going to die. Me, you, everybody. So, pfft better get used to it, you know, Uh, but the secondary lesson I learned was that there is always going to be bad things that are going to happen, there's always going to be good things, there's always going to be bad things, and hey, another corny, another corny lesson, but there wouldn't be any good without the bad, and there wouldn't be any bad without the good, you wouldn't have any sort of a timeline or gauge for how good your life is or how bad it is if the other side didn't exist and life would actually become pretty meaningless if there was never anything bad that ever happened to you because then it would just feel so boring the good wouldn't feel good anymore it would feel mundane um and things like this keep you from becoming numb they remind you that you have feelings and you have relationships and it you know brings you closer to the people that you still have and it makes you cherish those relationships more. So there are, you know, there is some things to pull from that experience and a lot of lessons that I've never had to face before that I learned in 2022 from that experience. Moving on. <laughs> that was a bit sad. Uh, next lesson I learned is that communication is so important. Straightforwardness is such a good trait to have. Don't beat around the bush. Don't lie to people. Don't hide things from people. The best way to have a successful relationship or friendships is to voice your opinion, voice your thoughts as soon as something comes up, be honest, and learn how to communicate properly. Do not be a blamer. Do not be a victim. I'm still working on this as well, but with my relationship with Trevor, I've definitely learned how to communicate better and how to not make yourself a victim, another person a victim, 
it's just two people in some sort of a relationship that there's a problem and it needs to be solved and not and my big thing is not to blame other people or not to get angry and not to get defensive or you know jump to conclusions about things where oh my gosh one thing's happening it, need, it needs to be this huge big blow up and we're gonna break up and we're gonna get back together like that, that was just how a lot of my relationships were in the past where the thing the problem wouldn't even be that big but because I'm so prone to <laughs> drama dramatizing things and making things so much bigger than they are I tend to make them a huge deal and then it turns into a big blow up and then it turns into a fight and then breaking up and then getting back together and it's just this whole cycle so last year I learned that learning how to communicate properly and not jumping into that mode has made my life a million times better learn how to communicate that's all I have to say um last lesson I learned was that you need alone time I Another thing in 2021 that I went through was I simply did not want to be alone ever. I was so bad mentally that like if I was alone for longer than a few hours at a time, maybe even less than that, I like the voices of like what I would tell myself and like the thoughts I would have and like, okay, not the voices, but you know, like the thoughts I would have were just so dark and horrible. And I had such bad anxiety that it would just like consume me. So I just constantly distracted myself with friends and people and guys and parties and YouTube video. I mean, I still do that. I still literally always have a YouTube video playing, but besides the point, uh, I would constantly distract myself with anything that I did not have to feel alone or look at myself in the mirror and face what was going on. And even if you're not going through that, even if you're totally fine mentally and your life is great, you still need alone time. You cannot, even like with these past two weeks, maybe three weeks, I think it's like been three weeks. I have been with people 24 seven. I have been with Trevor. I've been with my mom. I've been with family. I've been with his family. I've been with friends. Like it's been people nonstop. And it literally was almost driving me insane. Love Trevor. But when he left, I was like, I need this. Because I didn't have any time alone. And I need it for decompression, reflection, just calmness. And everybody needs that. Even if you don't think, even if you're an extrovert who loves being around people, I promise you. I'm an extrovert too. Promise you though, you need that alone time to just get centered and find yourself again. 100%. So my last category is how can I make 2023 better? Number one is to devote more time to self-care, like working out, cooking, all of that stuff. I was do- I was getting really good at it in like November, October and November, but it still wasn't great. I was on a very set schedule with working out. I was doing it whenever I was free, like two times a week, Work- uh, like cooking. I really was bad with cooking. I've, you know, was ordering uber eats i was sometimes eating healthy sometimes not all over the place so working out more and being more consistent with that and also cooking more being more aware of what's in my body meal planning and stuff like that that will help me feel a bit better number two is stay home more and get in a routine 2022 was great and it was so fun it was so adventurous But a lot of that was because I was constantly not at home. 
I was either visiting Trevor in Idaho or we were meeting or I was going to St. George or I was in Vegas or we were in Big Sur or we were we were in Palm Springs and then I was in Big Bear and then I was like visiting him in San Diego literally I was traveling at least once a month every two months I was gone for four or five days at a time come home I'd have like two three weeks and then Trevor would come and visit and then we would be doing things just so out of routine you know because he was long we're long distance and so that's how we see each other it was fun it was great I love it but this year I want to cut back on the traveling which will be good and feasible because Trevor is graduating and he's gonna move here around June so that'll help with that but I really do want to spend more time just me myself and I at home for weeks at a time just getting up every day, having my morning routine, going to work, working out, night routine, go to bed. I need that for myself. And I, it was a bit of a whirlwind last year and it kind of it riles me up. It confuses my brain a lot when I go from routine to not routine, routine to not routine. And just, I'm not somebody who can just live on the fly. Like I could not just live on the road. That would not be for me. I need a very productive and set schedule of course not forever like I want to break that up with a vacation here and there or something new here and there but I need less of it so that's my second one and my third one is I want to start volunteering I want to start along with my work I want to do something mental health related um, around this area I don't know exactly what but I want to give back and have that piece of the pie that I feel like I am not doing right now which is having that community service giving back to other people and having feeling like you have you're you're doing something for the world um so i think doing something like that would help a lot and will make my 2023 better so thank you for listening to me rant about my 2022 i hope you guys had a great 2022 as well and i hope 2023 is even better so happy new year and i'll see you guys next week bye